Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Mostly Not Working, a podcast where we discuss creativity and important concepts from first principles. Creativity is a way to come up with many unique or reframed ideas, especially in tackling complicated issues, and then figuring out how to make it real. Gaining confidence in your creativity will unlock opportunities for you. I believe all people are creative, or have yet to develop the ability and untapped potential to express their creativity. I know what you might be thinking, well, I'm not creative. If that's you, it's okay, because this is a common thought. Maybe you haven't encountered the right kind of instruction or guidance that speaks to your personality and past experiences. Since every person is different, what you hear may or may not resonate with you. Don't give up. I encourage you to keep trying. Reach out and ask for help. There's so much out there that you can learn from. Wherever you're coming from, if you can get even one actionable item from listening, whether it's learning to be more creative, seeing things in a new way, or shedding some light on a complex topic, then I've done my job. This is an episode from a Racket Conversation. Racket is a web tool that easily records nine-minute conversations with yourself or with anyone in the world. I'll provide additional context in the show notes. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 welcome back. How are you doing, my friend? All right, good. How are you doing? I'm very excited. I just completed the second call of my first cohort on play. Yeah, no, <laughs> congratulations. I mean, it's great to see that, you know, your, your sort of brand, right, is all about that play. But to bring some amount of structure to it, I think that also welcomes in uh, different types of people. And uh, you were mentioning how it started off as a book idea, but then it's tr- just sort of one thing leading to another. And now you're here where you're at, right? Yes. You know, I was thinking about this a while ago and as uh, I stopped writing my daily newsletter, I stopped publishing every single day. And I took that hiatus to think about why am I doing this? What do I want to do? Is it having the necessary impact? Do I, am I happy with just reaching people or do I want them to actually get up and start playing? And that's when I thought, I said, everyone's reading about it. Everyone likes it. Some of them hate it, but it's still reaching people. And I was still not happy because I was like, okay, people like it. People read it, but are they really playing? Are they actually getting up off their ass and doing stuff? And that's when I said, maybe it's not just about writing. Maybe I should get people to actually do stuff and, Then I said, okay, cohort-based courses are trending and everyone's talking about it. And why am I not doing it? Because that seems to be the easiest way to get people to do stuff rather than just read it and assimilate knowledge. No, I I like that. And if we think about, you know, I think the the older I get, uh, the more and more I appreciate about history and sort of understanding, Mm -hmm. especially with the lens of technology. And I always have to remind myself, yeah, for the longest time, I mean, basically pre-internet, Uh, books, right, were the way to transfer knowledge and wisdom. And um, yeah, you might have a a real life person to help teach you something, but you might not always have that. And so the books were the way that they were. But in these last few decades, the the way that you and I, right, we've never met in person before, but can have this conversation. And then furthermore, whether it's through Twitter or anything else, just having that feedback, right, to be able to, to, and I think, we're still collectively stuck in that old mindset. And now 
we see so many different opportunities. And, and I like what you're doing with it is that it's not this, you know, full on four week, eight week thing. You're just experimenting, right? And you're able to get that feedback from people that even if it's just one person, and actually, even if it's nobody, right, that you, you're able to set up the structure so that when the time comes, however near or far in the future, then you can have this digital play experience for people and actually hear from people rather than, oh, you're just writing, you hit publish, maybe you get a few uh, uh, signals of feedback, but it's really not much. Yes. And that was a, there was almost a spiritual conflict I was feeling before this. I was chatting about it to my friend Cam Hauser and you know, I was just telling him that I feel a, a sense of a moral dilemma almost because I've been all about talking about the spirit of play and how play is this intangible thing and it's just there. You can, you're either playing or you're not. And I was forever trying to just speak about my experiences of play, but I wasn't I was hesitant to put out a method to the madness. I was hesitant to put mm. out a process of play. I was like, no, no, play is just intangible. And it's, you know, it's it's not something you can put a process on. But speaking to him, I realized that, you know, he kept saying that, you know, people do need something to begin with, right? They need mm. some structure. They need a process. They need, a, you know, a certain set of steps to begin with. And... That conversation really helped me, you know, decide that, yes, this is what I got to do. Because this cohort is something where I have to offer something concrete, something mm -hmm. to get people started. And so, yeah, so that's why I said, okay, let's do this. Let's put it out there. And I'm still keeping the conversations very cool, very relaxed, very open-ended and, you know, happy to explore tangents every now and then. But I've kept a very, very minimal structure, which I'm just calling minimum viable play. And just, you know, getting people to have a few of these structures and then play with it across the day in a way and find and discover and fine tune their own process of play. No, I, I think that makes sense. And thinking about it from an educator's lens or perspective, I think, of the many big lessons that uh, we could have, and this is whether it's a cohort-based course or in person, is we take for granted the things that we know and that come natural to us. And that is one of the key challenges of teaching or education, that you are bringing your wisdom and knowledge to someone else. But it is not just a matter of, oh, hey, read this book, or even, hey, watch this video or listen to this podcast. Rather, it's this dialogue back and forth. And we all have different personalities, the way that we perceive the world, process information, you know, use whatever personality framework you want to use. And that sort of challenges us, oh, how do we bring um, this to someone else? And so in your case, um, being inclined more towards the openness, it's like, oh, how might I put structure so that other people who might feel scared or they're like, oh, this isn't for me or I can never be that silly. You can sort of meet them halfway. And I think the flip side goes maybe sort of the more traditional teaching, right? You might think of it as sort of dry and, and methodical than those who are more inclined to that. They could figure out ways to be more spontaneous and try to meet people in the middle. And I think I just happen to be in a good place where I can see both sort of realms of the world. So it's really, again, exciting to see you take that challenge so that more people can incorporate play. Yes, and I'm trying so hard because the idea of 
play being something primal and physical and minimal is something that I've been trying to hold out as a hallmark that, you know, it's all cool playing video games is all fun, but I'm trying to get people to explore the primal and the physical play while keeping it so minimal that nobody has an excuse not to play. Like you could be really busy, Mm. you could have no time, but it's so minimal, so simple and something you can do right here, right now with a playmate, without a playmate, in a playground, without a playground. And using this cohort is something where even if you're playing alone, you can Mm. use the cohort to simulate that experience of feeling that you're playing together. No, yeah, I, I see. And the the thought that comes to mind, especially in this age where you just people all over the world, you probably will never meet. The more that you can strive for that minimal viable play, then hope, you know you might not ever see them again, right? But if they can then practice it and pass it on to the people in their worlds, then I think you've done your job, right? So I think yes. just giving that actionable piece will. Um, yeah, make a difference that you may never know about, um, but hopefully they can look back and say, hey, yeah, I, for these two weeks, I, I went on you know, this call with all these people, but now I sort of see things differently. Yes. And I'm looking at the metrics of it. I'm looking at it like almost like I'm infecting people with the with the with the pandemic of play right like, mm-hmm. it's a terrible pun to use, but it's, it's, it's what I'm trying to do. I, I wanted to spread like, you know, like news spreads like wildfire i Mm. want play to spread like that i want people to get infected i want people to feel like oh i feel mischievous i feel playful i feel joyous i feel delightful how can i infect people with this right that's that's where i'm getting trying to get at because me being playful is awesome me sharing that play with you and both of us being playful is awesome but imagine if it would just spread across the world Mm -hmm. and and i think if you don't take the effort and the initiative to find ways, if it means having to put some structure around it, then other things are going to spread, right? Things are going to spread regardless. And that's mm-hmm. its own conversation of what causes things to spread and why and incentives of businesses and all. But at least you and I, as basically individuals, we can do our best to you know, live it out and uh, be an example for others to play. Yes. Oh, man. This conversations of ours is itself an experience of play right every single time definitely so (laughs) there you have it that's it for this episode i appreciate that you've taken the time to listen hopefully you discovered something interesting something that will make you notice and wonder about the world around you and something that will be actionable the best way to solidify your learning is to pass it on to another preferably in your own words and images. Share that insight with someone else, and while you're at it, share the episode too. Be sure to rate, like, star, subscribe, leave a review, whatever it is on your podcast app, so that more people will stumble upon this, but hopefully not trip over it. Until next time, if things are mostly not working, take a step back, phone a friend, draw a picture, learn from what worked well and what didn't work well, and look ahead to the next chance to try again. And fade out.